Welcome, everybody, to Real Talk Radio. This is your boy, Justin JLB. And, of course, this is the Big Brother Week 3 Recap. And as you know, we do this every week. And, of course, I am not alone. I am here with my fellow BB fanatic, Cece. How goes it? Hey, it's going well. Hi, everybody. Crazy week. We said that last week, but I think they done did it themselves this week again. Oh, yeah. I'm Whoa. happy. Yes, very happy. Well, yes and no. We will uh, definitely get to that. As so, we're gonna do the we're gonna do the um, the layout a little differently this time. Uh, we're basically just gonna give you the 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 quick results here, and then we're gonna talk about it. the week of what we liked, what we didn't like, just like that. I think it's gonna flow well into a better conversation. Uh, so we'll uh, get that done. And uh, so, in terms of quick results. Uh, HOH was uh, Miss Queen Bee Victoria, which was always fun. Basically, uh, she won the uh, button, the dream sequence thing there where you have to answer true or false. Craziness happened there. Her and Kiefer were battling it out, but ultimately Victoria came on top. After that, you have her putting up Kiefer and Latoya. Mm -hmm. The cop goes up, and then you have... Jetson winning the crossword puzzle like a boss. He was like impressive. Impressively went through that comp. No problem. Yeah. No problem. I guess he does crosswords at home. Has <laughs> no skill towards that. No skill whatsoever. But gee golly, well, at least he didn't say uh, Thursday for the eviction uh, question like Kiefer did. Well, technically, it's not wrong. It's right. <laughs> Right. But when you only have one T, guess what? It's wrong. Uh, <laughs> and he found out. And uh, we'll get to that, too. Uh, ultimately, it interestingly wasn't used because Victoria is a boss like that. And Latoya, ladies and gentlemen, the cop goes home in almost a split decision vote. But the cop goes home. Latoya is out of here, which means, CC, unfortunately for Big Brother Canada... It didn't pick well. Uh, yeah, we can get into that. I was worried last week. I did say, yeah, I'll stay there. But yeah, um, once that uh, that pre-eviction footage showed up, I knew uh, dead in the water. Latoya was toast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And oh, I, I, I honestly think she's just way too like she has a great attitude for life. Um, you know what I mean? Really, I, though? I, no, you don't feel like... No way. No way. I think I, I'm really disappointed, actually, because it's like, yeah, there's there's a certain element of, like, self-confidence that you have to have and being able to put out there and being your authentic self and all of that kind of stuff. And mm. it's that's really beautiful and strong. But that's not how you deal with people. Like, these are True. other humans with, like, minds and ambitions and thoughts of their own. True. 
So as soon as as soon as I saw she trying to f- do that do that flip, we saw the the attempted vote flip um, to to get Rohan out, mm-hmm. and the way she went about that, no, that's you can't you can't play Big Brother that way. Um, it was very very directive, and unfortunately, she didn't a- she doesn't actually have the currency to do that, um, which she seems to think that she did, and I don't know where that impression came from. Well, I think the impression was just having, uh, you know, just having her group of six there kind of thing. It made her feel like she was a leader. She got a little power in that sense. uh, And then she ran with it. Um, But, you know, like every superhero movie says, with great power comes great responsibility. And she definitely wasn't responsible with her power because what she definitely did do was very lackluster, kind of barged everywhere. She wasn't making it a secret. Um, you know, even Rohan kind of figured out what was going on because everyone was going into rooms. So no stealthiness. Like, Latoya, you're a cop. You should know how to be stealthy. Have you not been on um, for uh, stakeouts before? Like, come on. Yeah, that's, and I think that that's why I'm really disappointed by how it all went down because it's like you could, like, you should have the, the skills to be able to, to navigate and negotiate um, rather than be directive. And yeah, so seeing seeing that demonstrated, you know, as much as I, I you know, was kind of by, by her side for the first two weeks, I am not sad she's gone. Yeah, no, um, very true. She just played it with... And that's good for life in the sense that at least you have control of your life. You know what you want. You know what you're doing. But ultimately, you do make... You are right. You do make sense there where... Um, you know, you just can't be forthcoming like that to people. People have their own minds and they make their own decisions and you can't be that damn right too strict uh, or else people aren't going to like you. And, uh, well, Rohan and Kyle definitely didn't like her, uh, which, by the way, cool thing. We get to see Kyle a lot more now because, you know, he was a ghost before. Still not impressed by him, but still. I mean, yeah. I think I think what happened also after after the vote... Um, kind of what went down in the pantry there wasn't really cool. Do you remember uh, where yes, Kiefer? With Kiefer? And, yeah. Yeah. So they were kind of bullying him into a corner kind of deal. Um, where I don't know, like, yeah, they were being like cocky, uh, Rohan and, uh, Kyle, they were being a bit too cocky. And at first I thought it was just a conversation, but then you can clearly see that Kiefer felt bullied and mm-hmm. I did notice they were kind of like they weren't necessarily yelling but they were just empowering him by the numbers and i was really happy that latoya did go there and break that up and try to diffuse the situation by bringing it on to her because clearly she can handle herself Mm -hmm. um yeah so it just wasn't right uh i just think you know emotions were high too i don't know if they meant it as a bully tactic or not um it was after school special style come on like it was locker room bully scene from like those high school specials. Like, yeah, they came in hot in a place where he couldn't escape without any of his friends or allies in the room. Yeah, and like, re- come on, that's it. And but it, at I the get same the, I time, get, oh, it's kind of like 
No, no. Uh, I was just going to say at the same time, though, it's okay. Maybe don't be so aggressive. But if you have someone who doesn't know how to talk and is willing to kind of maybe spill the beans, uh, that's also kind of like uh, going to Latoya is almost kind of like a good cop, bad cop tactic almost. Mm. Right. You're investigating the person. You have two in the room. Cops, tech, investigators use that bully technique to get information out of people. So, um I, but I, I get it. It's kind of like an after-school bullying. But they just kind of preyed on him because, you know, the guy, I guess, he can't really defend himself in those kind of... A lot of people can't, though. It, it takes a uh, strong will to do that. <clears throat> but, yeah, ultimately, uh, it was a bit bully-esque. Yeah. Um, but, and, and this is Latoya's problem, too. So afterwards, Latoya went to go talk to Kyle one-on-one. She basically said, well, look, I'm not apologizing. Uh, for anything that I did there. And I, I kind of got it. But at the same time, Latoya, like kind of, you know, not you don't necessarily have to apologize, but you don't have to be so forthcoming. Just be a little bit more like, look, things got heated. Be generalized the situation. Things got a little heated. Uh, I, I felt I needed to do that. But she just went straight like confrontation. Like, no, I'm not apologizing. I'm not doing this. Da, 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 da. No, you're wrong, though. But yeah, let's talk about it. We're good. But you're wrong. OK, cool. Bye. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, you don't do it like that. Listen, I know things got a little heated. I really felt uncomfortable with what you guys were doing there to Kiefer. Blah, 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 blah. Like there's weight. You're a copla. You know how to talk to people. Um. I mean, I would think. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe I mean, that's that's not a, a prerequisite for being a cop anymore. Perhaps. Uh, it, My bad. Perhaps. <laughs> perhaps that doesn't seem to be one of the priority skills that uh, is being taught. Uh, um, and yeah, so of course we have no teams, right? So uh, Victoria isn't going to be putting destiny on her chest anymore. She doesn't need to. <clears throat> but Which means she also doesn't need to pretend like she had destiny in mind, which is where we start seeing the real Victoria. And so, so on board with this. Yeah, I'm liking her. I especially liked, um, I especially liked her trap that she set for Latoya. Yes, this is I, some OG Big Brother. I am so happy. Like, this is going to be such a good season. Love yeah. this move. Love this move. She really knows how to play the crowd, uh, the people that are there. Uh, she knows when to turn it on and turn it off um, and just be happy sort of deal. Um, what was I going to mention, though? But yeah, so that trap was nice. So first of all, we got a new group, or we got two new groups, technically, within a group, which is kind of weird. So now Victoria... Was it, yeah, it was Victoria, Austin, and Brayden are the glossy posse, I think is what they were called. They had announced that earlier on in the week. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. That's not the right name, but I can't remember. I think it's the glossy posse. I'm almost certain. Yeah, glossy okay. posse. Okay. Brayden, Austin, and Victoria formed an alliance called glossy posse. Yeah. Um, but then the thing is, there was also another alliance that was kind of formed, right? It was an alliance with everybody but... Uh, essentially the people from the Sunsetters, almost. Less Tina. So Tina's got herself in a really interesting spot, but yeah, it's the oddballs, right? oddballs. Yeah, exactly. So basically Kiefer, Latoya, Tyshawn, and Jetson are uh, not, are the only ones not. Well, Beth is apparently kind of in it, though. No, no, no. no? She's not. I don't think so, no. Okay. Because she's too too close with uh, Tyson and Jed. And but nobody her not even, her. and no one trusts her. That's very true. But her, we're not even seeing a whole lot of. So I want to know more of her. Well, I guess we saw a lot of her the first week. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you know, 
Uh, everyone needs their TV time. But that's it. So Tina and Tara, though, got some nice little TV time. They kind of feel like they're in the middle. And then they kind of chose a side with the oddballs. We see them doing this throughout the week. The Tina Tara show. All that fun stuff. Um, I just still feel like they're floating. At the end of the day, I feel like you're going to get cut out in any way, shape, or form. Is it fair to call them floaters, though? Because I think, I think they're a duo. And, you know, we look in the past, we talk about, you know, um, guys aligned, like, guy partnerships and, of course, the, the showmances that come up in things. And, and these are often viewed as duos. I see Tina and Tara as a duo. Can there not be a duo floater? I think it's too early in the game to call a duo a floater. Like, That's it's fair. because you're still in the working groups. Lines, like, we just had lines drawn. Um, we're in week three, which usually we see lines kind of being more defined by week three, week four. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they're going to have to find a way to uh, maneuver. But I think it's too early to call them floaters now. Let's see how they are in a week, two weeks, um, if they've if they've built some sort of network. And I think just with all the drama that's been going down there, we don't necessarily see some of those more subtle relationships. So we don't we don't quite know yet. Um, another duo um, is the, the Austin Braden duo, right? <clears throat> they've recently brought in Victoria. Right. And it's so, so crazy. So there must be so much info that we don't know. Because Julie. Yeah. Arissa. No. Oh. Uh, the other one. The one that left. The first one that left. Julie. Yeah, right? Julie. Julie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just make it sure. Um, Julie was the one who actually had announced that, oh, but I think they're going to bring in Victoria. Mm-hmm. So uh clearly they were close from almost the get-go uh those three and yeah i don't know we'll see what they do i think victoria is i don't know i don't know if victoria i i feel like i victoria has to be the mastermind and then austin's more of the or i don't know but both of them were good together brayden is the more social so brayden has a social down but so does victoria it's a nice little mesh mm-hmm, of uh mm-hmm. skill sets that they have so i feel like this maybe might be a uh, a team to be a force to be reckoned with, uh, but we'll we'll find out. But loved just the interception of knowledge when she set that trap. Latoya told set that trap for Brayden. Hey, by the way, I'm gonna put up. Was it Brayden? I believe it was mm-hmm. Brayden. I'm gonna put up Brayden. I'm thinking of doing that. She told Austin. Austin told Brayden, or she told. Yeah, I think she told Austin. Austin told Brayden. And then Braden told uh, Victoria, sort of ordeal. So it was a nice little telephone game that she knew would work. So confident in the HOH room. Yeah, set that trap. What's going on? Um, yeah, but this trap went even further, though, right? So because it was it went to Beth. And that was when Vic was like, OK, yeah, like Latoya is she's talking to everybody because it, it went to Beth and it, it got around really quick. And I think Braden was in. Braden was in on this, right? Yes, he, exactly. He, he knew that his name was going to be floating, and, and he felt Just act comfortable like you're going with home. it. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. That's that's with Kiefer. But Braden was knew it was part of it, and the whole point of this trap was to find out who does Latoya talk to, and it unfortunately revealed the Sunsetters. Yeah, that's it. That's... Right, because Tina and Beth both got the information. Such a smart. So like, smart. Oh my God! Well done. When... Yeah. So confident. Was when like, I say yeah, like I information like... is currency, this is the type of stuff I'm talking about. It's so it you can use information as a way to get information, um, and this was genius. A big applause. 
Yeah, so I knew I picked her for a reason. So far, Victoria is just playing a tremendous game. And then even the lovely uh, power of veto move that she did. Jetson wins it. We all think that Latoya's coming off the block. Uh, Victoria's scrambling because that, that power of veto was basically a bunch of sunsetters. You had Jetson, uh, Tyshawn, uh, Kiefer... Latoya, of course, and I don't think I'm missing anyone. And I think Austin? Tina. Tina. Okay, right, Tina. Um, and so you have, so basically it was a Sunsetters game to win, and ultimately Jetson just killed everybody in it. Um, and then Victoria comes up with this crazy awesome plan where she brings in basically everybody but Kiefer. Like, clearly Kiefer knows where he is in the totem pole in this alliance. He's like way at the bottom, and I think he felt that during the week. Um, because yeah. Tyshawn, Jetson, Latoya went up there, and I think Beth was there too. Well, yeah, but she called it in, right? So so it's not official at this point to the house that Kiefer's working with these guys, right? It's really clear to everybody that these four are together, where Latoya and Beth are probably not working together, but they're connected by by the boys. But like the the one thing is that I just want to speak to Jed's game here when he got the veto and wanted to talk to Victoria and she said, can you go get Ty? I want to talk to you guys at the same time. This for Jed was a moment to say, no, this is my veto. I want to have a a one-on-one with you here. Yeah. This was a a critical mistake because it set the stage for this little, uh, this master plan that Victoria did up in the HOH room. Well, yes and no, because even if he said, no, it's my power veto to do what I want, what's going on? She basically would have told him the same thing. You think so? I don't. I think there's a way to approach this where you can be like, well, let's let's really talk about the options then. This is where Jed's like, okay, I get like I get what's going on, you know, with you and Latoya. There's obviously a feud there that is very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you're saying Kiefer, but I, I know Kiefer doesn't make sense for your, your game to go home. So let's have let's have a conversation about really what what's happening. And yeah, she turns around and says, so we can do the reveal. So she turns around and says, if you take Latoya off the block, oh, I'm sorry, yes. I'm going to put I'm going to put Ty up because it's the only way that she's not going to flip these votes and we can get Kiefer out. And that, to me, I don't know why anyone really believed it. And sure, I guess Victoria can perhaps be convincing, but it just didn't make any sense. At the end of the day, no matter who you put Kiefer up against, Kiefer is going to be the weak link here. And everyone should technically vote the other out, uh, just because we need the strong people out of the game. I, 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 I think... She would have still have done it because I think she still technically would have had the numbers, right? Um, even if Tyshawn was up there to get rid of Ty, like it. So they would had to have known that Latoya was going home. Like, come on. They had to have known in that in that moment, and I think that that's why um, Jed's just like bringing his boy up and having this conversation. Um, made it easier for Victoria to say, like, this is this is the facts, right? This is where we're at. Because now Jed and Ty, which were already obviously a duo, have now solidified the fact that they will choose no one else. So they've pigeonholed their game. Right. That's very true. And that's not a good look 
for for this particular duo. So right. how do you how do you then navigate that for Ty and Jed coming out of this? Yeah, very valid. I mean, I get it. The strong competitors. So sure, you can fight your way through everybody, but you know, you're not going to win every week. And now you're, as you mentioned, pigeonholed into the duo category where it's ride or die between you two. So no point talking to you. Nothing's going on here. Um, yeah. I, very valid. I, I, I think they had no other choice, whether Ty was in the room or not. Um, sure, they had messed up their game. Perhaps maybe that was just uh, Victoria's strategy too, to mm -hmm. also pigeonhole their game in the sense of future for future purposes, now everyone knows what's up. Everyone already, I guess, maybe kind of knew that they were together, and that's great, but you don't solidify it either doing that because at the end of the day, speculation is just speculation. And uh, that's it. Let that be. But mm -hmm. now you you certainly have messed it up. They're great guys. Got the Montrealer there kicking some, uh, almost uh, kicking some keister, if you will. Uh, and at least he avoided the block. But uh, yeah, there was just just boss moves, boss moves by Victoria. They, then you had the whole four come in, right? So the whole four came mm -hmm. in to talk to her. They were solidifying the things and that's where i'd mentioned she's like well look do you want me to put beth up then mm -hmm. i can put beth up like i was like but why didn't you i'm like and then i'm like that was smart because i would have probably had brought that up oh i could put beth up like earlier on but she waited until the absolute last moment where she, you thought she was she didn't have any other ultimative and then she thought this up well okay i could put beth up yeah and everyone was kind of like uh no or like I Again, again, this is her setting the stage so that they can't say no, right? Because, or they can't say yes without repercussion. This is, this is what's incredibly smart of Victoria because she is, she sets the stage in a way where they don't have an out. They'll have to burn their relationships with each other in order to find their way out of this. Yeah, no, genius. I never would have thought of doing that. That was really well orchestrated throughout the entire week. And why not put Beth? Because I feel like Latoya is a stronger move than Beth. Taking Beth off and them agreeing for, uh, excuse me, taking Latoya off and then putting Beth up. We haven't seen much of Beth, but I feel like Latoya is a stronger competitor. So at the end of the day, you need strong competitors on your team. I don't know why they wouldn't have went with that, I, that decision. Honestly, I'd be interested to see outtakes between Jed and Ty because... The reality is Latoya screwed their game up the week before. The way that she handled that, they can't really, they can't work with her. Because if she's going to flip, uh, if she's going to turn um, a comment or a decision into this is the plan and not really iron it out, because it seemed like, like Ty and Jed were also on the receiving end of that decision. Right. So they, they honestly, I don't think this was bad for their game that Latoya went, what was bad for their game is how it went down because now they're right. stuck. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, and honestly, I think it's going to be like a, a battle of, uh, like, I, I, it's Kyle Rohan on one side and then you have Ty and, uh, Jesus, Jed. Ty and Jed on the other kind yeah. of thing. Um, so there's that going on. But yeah, I don't know. They, and then that whole little altercation that happened. Between when they were all talking and then Victoria plays it off like they didn't hear. And they're like, I, I hope she doesn't hear us. And then she's like, yep. And then they were all like paranoid. 
And like, but she obviously heard them. She's like, oh, no, the comms are here. I was answering. That was Kiefer. Yeah. No, well, what, what was Kiefer? It was, it was the conversation with Kiefer at the dining room table. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. But it's just because Kiefer, too, doesn't know how to be stealthy at all. Like, the dude is kind of oblivious to how the game works, I guess. Like, you can't be so, I don't know if weak-minded is the right word, and I feel that might be too mean, but you can't be so, like, this This whole little, oh, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm mopey, and I'm this, and I'm that, and, you know, like, you gotta be strong-willed a bit, man. Like, you have to... You well, have give him... I get, I get what you're saying, but give him some, a little bit of credit. I mean, he, you're right. He's, he's, he's no stealth master by any means. Um, and and you, you've talked about this uh, on previous episodes about about his his demeanor. But then, do you remember when he went and sat in with? Um, we've already told he's not a stra- he's not a strategist either, right? So right. he was in the conversation with Austin and Brayden, and he's like the facade like totally dropped. Remember? Right. Uh, I think I remember. Do tell. So, yeah, so he's sitting there and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just moping about like, I, I, I know I'm fine. But this is what Victoria told me. And he's trying to, like, spill the tea to Austin and Brayden, who, of course, are in on the whole thing. And Brayden and Austin are like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Right. And they just play dumb. And they're definitely putting up that act, which is remember I talked about Austin. I was like, depends on how far she goes with like this act and this facade for her. And yeah, there, and he just kind of dropped it. it was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm actually, you know, kind of comfortable, which is not a good thing to say either, because you could still go home. Right. But it was definitely, there was some intention there, right? And so when the facade drops down, like what happened at the dining room table, he gets himself into huge trouble, because he's, he's too, he, he's too transparent, right? If he's not like yeah. really working on whatever he needs to present, he, you can just read him. It's just very transparent. That's it. And then if he gets into like, if it becomes too much, he kind of just pieces out. He tries to just, okay, guys, I'm going to get some water or whatever. Like he'll just do that mid convo. And it's like, bro, you're here to play the game, man. Like you have to keep that poker face up. If you can't handle it anymore, I don't know what to tell you. You got to just not put your poker face up. Like, even if you have a bad one, just don't be giggly and whatever and nervous. You can't be. Like, I get it, man. Like, some people are don't have that uh, social uh, skill set to be as composed and so on when things get heated or so on. And I get that. But you're showing your hand. You're showing what makes you nervous, what makes you, you know, what makes you tick, what makes you uncomfortable. It's not a good look. It's it, it allows the players to know how they can play off you for later on. Oh, definitely. And you reveal your tells. Yeah, for sure. Like, I bet you there's no one in that house now that can't catch Kiefer in a lie. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, that's easy to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's he's he's going to really, really struggle if he makes it any farther. Especially when he told Rohan, you're dead to me. Um, I, I felt that. I felt that was a very true statement. And, um, you know, I, I felt yeah. <laughs> everything mm-hmm. else. I'm just kind of like, bro, you're wishy-washy. Get out of here. Yeah. Which is particularly interesting considering who won HOH. Right. 
<laughs> Almost forgot Kiefer one H O H. Um, yeah, and we will certainly see what happens here. I guarantee you, this guy is going to play both sides because now he's going to be popular. Well, he now he's going to, yeah. Been sorry, that popular guy. No, no worries. Sorry, uh, he hasn't been that popular guy, and I think this is ultimately going to mess up his whole way of playing, or. Maybe enlighten because I feel like he's not gonna say no to anybody. Like he's not gonna, he's gonna. I don't know. It might be really messed up. I just don't think he's gonna be. We we said he wasn't a strategist, so one, he's not gonna really have anything in his head of what he would want to do when people come and see him. Um, I feel he's just he doesn't know how to cut the BS out. I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, it might be really messed up. I, it could be any. It could go any way here. I just don't think he's going to put up tie and thing, or uh, just those as part of the sunsetters. And then for the rest of that, I think he's he'll be able to get convinced, no problem. Yeah, I mean, like Tina's in an o, Tina and Tara are in an okay place with him because they're kind of sitting in the same position in the house, and and so I don't think he, he there would be no benefit for him. Um, but they could re- wield a lot of power of what does happen this those. Two. So we'll see how True. they play it. The other thing is that I think you're right. He's not going to be able to say no. He's not also he's also not going to be able to lie to people. So whatever's right. going to happen this week, we are going to see the opposite HOH from what we saw last <laughs> week with Victoria. Like, it's just going to be the complete opposite um, of just, like, rumors and drama and, well, well, he told me this and he told me this. I mean, unless he gets a narrative made for himself and sticks to it, he's going to come out of this HOH completely vulnerable. There's just... I, I don't know how I don't I can't see him being able to leverage this to repair his place in the house. And and that's really sad. <clears throat> and well, the thing is, I think they're going to play off him thinking that, hey, you're you're good with us now. And he's going to be too naive in believing it. Mm-hmm. He won't be. Yeah, this getting the HOH might isolate him more. Um, he might have maybe I feel like also he might combust. And he might randomly get this power trip because every time he wins something, he tends to be loud and and uh, annoying about it. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like he might let this power go to his head and then show off his real egotistic, narcissistic side, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. This this might be the worst thing for Kiefer to get is the HOH. Um, I, I hope Ty and, uh, Ty and uh, Jed control him. Uh, in that regard, I don't know how they are with strategies. Um, clearly not good because they fell into Victoria's trap. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. This is, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's going to be a lot of damage control for Jed and Ty this week as well. Um, they would be, to run to, to the protection of Kiefer um, may not be smart. They need to manage that relationship, obviously, to keep themselves out of danger. Um, but but running to him for protection at this point or trying to control this, I don't think will end well. Cause as you said previously, they, you know, they've shown their cards that he is, was not the priority. Right. It's the same feeling that, that Tina got the previous week and now she's really in name only working with them. Right. Right. So, so I, I don't know that Kiefer will really save them, but I don't think he's going to burn that bridge because he is going to need them on his side. Honestly, I see him doing the really easy nominations. Rohan, Victoria. Hmm. 
And the problem with that is it leaves him no moves after his HOH. But I absolutely see him doing that. Yeah, well, Rohan, the whole dead to me comment, I think he might take that into thing. Maybe Rohan could maybe try to convince him either. I don't know. Like, he also is kind of set in his way. It's He has, like, a weird, he's set in his ways sort of ordeal. I think this and that's it. No one can back up my opinion. I think he's commendable for why he wanted to go up because he wanted his kids to, uh, you know, not see him in that light for doing something wrong. Commendable, I guess, but at the same time, that was a dangerous move, bro. Uh, sure, you know, you want to teach your kids a lesson and help them out and all that. Take but some accountability. But... Take some accountability, but don't take some accountability when $100,000 is on the line. And, you know, I'm sure your kids will be happy with that accountability, lack of accountability once they get that dough. So, uh, great lesson for life, not a great lesson for the big. It did work in his favor. Um, but that's just because he's not a comp or a strategy or a social gamer or really anything that would make a good house guest. Well, you can't really say that. I mean, last week he was second in the competition. This week he True. won. Mm. Uh, the power of veto, he's won. He is actually oh, one the of the... He's actually <laughs> the comp so oh, far. <laughs> so, yeah, no, you actually, like... But it's not going to get him enough. So people are using him when he has power rather than him using the power. Snap. I like that. Yeah, that explains his game perfect. But damn it, it's true. He's been winning mm -hmm. like a bunch of... <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, okay, Kiefer, go. I mean, look, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I doubt you will, but I am excited to see you try. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else went on? Uh, I don't know. Did we miss anything? I don't know. I'm just kind of kind of scrolling down. So we did the oddballs. Okay, we got the bingo. I thought the bingo game was really fun. Oh my gosh, yes. So that was the, the Big Brother Can antics of the week. Mm -hmm. the, the bingo game. Yeah, that's great. A uh, little bit of frivolous fun, which one of the reasons I connect with Natoya. Don't really get that, people. I would have to be very careful in the house to not pull a Latoya. Um, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, why? What about LaToya in that? Did she not like what was happening? Oh, no, just a very serious person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was cool, you know. Uh, people got pies in the face. Kiefer uh, doused himself in water, sat in a bucket of ice cream. <laughs> um, there wasn't, Great I guess, imagery there. <laughs> there wasn't too anything too risque, but, you know, I guess it's TV, so they don't want to go cray-cray on it. I thought Beth was going to kiss someone because, you know... Big Brother can't orchestrate that kind of stuff that, like, smells like that's lawsuit true. issues. Yeah, <laughs> it, that's it has to be, like, you know, really G-rated fun. But it was a lot of fun. However, someone ended up in a costume. True Big Brother event style. Winner got a pizza party. Loser got a costume. Well, hey, you can't really... So Brayden became a lovely little ball. Um, it was a ping pong ball? No, it was a... Oh, it was the... Well, he's a bingo, he's he's a a bingo, bingo ball. ball. Right. <laughs> Duh. Uh, I enjoyed the fact that he went into the ball pin. I thought that was hilarious. Was hilarious. He did. I was expecting him to have more fun with it. I mean, they didn't show a lot of it either. Um, well, that's because he took it like a punishment for real and just like moped around. And there's there's probably no footage to show of him in his oh, bingo God. ball. I don't know. Arissa was acting like, hey, you took it with stride. 
So I don't know. Like, I guess not, or just wasn't as perhaps entertaining. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I don't, he doesn't have too much to be mad about. He got the. Oh, was that just to skip the? He he did. Yeah, he did get the vote to skip the uh, the slop this that week though. Yeah, he did. So, you know, he got the punishment. Didn't get pizza. Uh, but doesn't matter. You can still eat whatever you want because you were able to skip the vote, uh, skip mm-hmm. the the slop due to the skip the vote thing, which I mm-hmm. didn't even vote for. I never know when these are on. I don't know if I'm just not paying attention or. <laughs> I I yeah. Usually I'm usually I'm all over that kind of stuff. I think uh, I think COVID times is playing like warping some some time. Um, you also the ben- they want you to vote live. So I don't know about anybody else, but I don't watch live TV anymore. So, you know, it. I just sometimes I miss it. Like, I think I ended up watching episodes Thursday morning. And oh, then, okay. yeah. So I watched the whole week in one day. So, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, that's awesome, though. I mean, I technically watched it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So it was a great week. I was like, oh, I just get Big Brother every day. But seeing every all day. of day, craziness. Um, what else? I think that's pretty much it that I can recall. I think that's everything, yeah. We kind of touched on, on a little bit of everybody who haven't, who's who's like way under the radar. I don't think we... Uh... Don't think we missed anybody. No, I wasn't. Uh, wasn't too shabby. So, by the way, the HOH competition was like a disc competition, shuffling board disc thing. Uh, Kiefer killed it with ten. No one was able. To, uh, one was able to match him. I think that was Austin. Yeah. Uh, but then Kiefer ended up uh, killing it again, and uh, he got nine, and Austin got a seven. So tough fight, <laughs> but yeah. uh, no bueno. And uh, Kiefer is now your HOH. Yay. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I'd love to say, like you said earlier, please prove me wrong, but not a lot of faith. So we'll see how this all shakes out. I think we'll see those duos and trios because the oddballs now have no objective, right? Their objective was to get Latoya out. So I don't think that big group is really going to stay together. So we'll see kind of... I'd love to see a, a resurgence of some working groups happening where there's like two or three people who work to, who vote together and, mm. and we can move them around. They move around based on what suits them week by week. Um, and with the mastermind moves, as long as Victoria doesn't brag about it, she set herself up. If she brags about uh, the work that she did this week, she will not be taken very far in the game. She will be seen as a strategic threat in the next couple weeks and uh, might be taken out. So she just can't brag about it. Like amazing move. Love the TV, love the strategy. Um, You were bold, huge risk, big reward. Just don't brag about it because you need negative currency. Yeah, no, um, I don't see her necessarily bragging. Um, I think she's smarter than that. She showed that Mm -hmm. uh, last week, but she also showed that really well this week. Uh, she knows what she's doing. Um, maybe I, uh, it could be the fact that, you know, maybe I need to get, uh, a best friend who then I fall in love with their, uh, brother. Cause that relationship that we saw was hilarious. <laughs> her best friend is actually her boyfriend's brother. Yeah. That was funny. I was like, Oh, look at this go. It's a family affair. Hey, it's cute. 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, aside from that, I think that was uh, pretty much the rundown. Not too shabby. Mm-hmm. Look at us go when we just freestyle it up. We get everything down and packed, what the peeps need to know. Um, yeah. And yeah, very, uh, very, you know, very filled week. So I'm really happy. Uh, well, not happy that Latoya left, but ultimately she was dooming her game. Um, and I, I, I just, you know, that, that's what happens. You played way too much, too quick, and uh, you didn't know how to talk to people. Social, a social game has momentum here. You didn't have that. You bossed people around when you tried to flip. You didn't want to apologize. Uh, you didn't want to campaign either, which I get some people don't campaign. But I mean, if you're not gonna you know weak if you're not gonna be what's the word i'm looking for if you're if if you're not gonna be empathetic and compelling at some points then you're gonna be kicked out the door so well it's not even that like you you gotta you gotta give something right so Mm -hmm. like it this is a game of of negotiation as well and i would get it Again, I would refer to the political climate and say clearly these are not priority skills at the moment. Unfortunately, that was negotiation, not a priority. This is your main priority, I would uh, think. You would you hope, get, yes. I mean, maybe she's not a neg- yeah. I mean, that, that is a specialty, so. right? Yeah. No. But no, I mean, like, yeah, I, I, you said, you know, sad to see you go. I'm not, you know. I'm not upset that she's gone. She played way too hard. And for someone who picked her off the top, I think that's that's pretty telling. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. I mean, I forgot what my lingo was. I loved it. I can't. I think that's going to be the name of the episode because that was great. Uh, But, yeah, she she dug her own grave. Now she has to lay in it. Um, You know, that's I don't know what to tell you. Like she she completely messed up her game. She wasn't smart about anything there. And uh, we'll just have to see what Kiefer does, because it sounds like he might mess up his game. But uh, let's hope he proves us wrong. Yeah, let's see what happens this week. Maybe we'll be surprised. Maybe we'll be surprised. I think Tina and Tara are going to have a lot more to do, though. I think we're going to see a lot of them here. I think it's their time to shine with Kiefer. Um, That's going to be a a good move. I don't think the house guests... We'll see. I don't know. There's so many things. Well, uh, I I don't want to assume too much. But uh, it, it's I think it's Tina. I think it's going to be a Tina and Tara week. We see that we saw their little show that they wanted to make. I was down for it. Let's see the show happen. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to see what happens. Awesome. Bam. And on that note, I guess we can wrap it up. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're going to wait out to see what Kiefer does this week. Um, and aside from that, Cece, what is your message of the day? Ugh, my message of the day. I don't really have one. Okay. No, no, not this week. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of conversations. It is Women's History Month, but we had a, a pretty big political um, issue happening. So sex work is work. I uh, deal with all anti-racism, not just anti-black, so anti-Asian racism and, uh, Take care of yourself and be kind, everybody. Yeah, that's uh, very valid. Um, I don't know why this is in a better place, but that's a whole different topic. Uh, <laughs> that's another hour. That's that's another hour of power there. Uh, yeah, no, well said for sure. And, um, you know, your time is also limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life either. Don't be trapped by dogma. 
which is living with the results of other people's thinking. This, unfortunately, wasn't a quote by a woman, which I thought would have been perfect for Women's Mm -hmm. Month, but I messed up. And it's actually by Steve Jobs. So Steve Jobs knew what he was saying. uh, And that's a very valid point. Just be kind, everyone. Freaking be. Um, And that's it. Uh, With that, you guys can follow me at JLB420 on Twitter. Real Talk Radio, of course, is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Anchor.fm slash RTR. And uh, yeah, catch us back next week as we will be recapping week four, Kiefer's week of destruction. Thanks again, guys. And we will see you then. Until next time. Ciao for now. Bye-bye.